Welcome to Sound Waves at St. Bede's, a weekly podcast of St. Bede's Episcopal Church in Los Angeles, California, a vibrant and inclusive community of faith serving Venice, Playa Vista, Mar Vista, Ocean Park, Santa Monica, and beyond. Each week, Sound Waves features the sermon from last week's Sunday's worship services. In addition, as often as possible, we share selections from the extraordinary St. Bede's music program update our listeners on church news, and convey the stories of our faith as we live out our baptismal covenant. As always, we invite you to worship with us at St. Bede's on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Additional information and directions to our church campus can be found on our website, stbedesla.org, S-T-B-E-D-E-S-L-A.org. Thank you for listening. May the love of Christ be with you today and always. Happy Easter! Now, I am a Gen Xer. I know I look like a millennial, but I am a Gen Xer. Why are you laughing? (laughs) And one of the indelible marks of my generation, at least, and I think future generations there after us. We love tattoos. Now granted, I do not have any tattoos, but I've often, often thought about getting a tattoo. I love tattoos. However, they feel very permanent to me. Now, there are a million reasons why someone might get a tattoo. The prominent actor Johnny Depp, who has a few tattoos of his own, refers to his body as his journal. And the renowned tattoo artist Kat Von D says, I am a canvas of my experience. My story is etched in lines and shading. And you can read it on my arms, my legs, my shoulders, and my stomach. There are a series of factors that have contributed to me not getting getting a tattoo. One reason is that I absolutely hate needles, (laughs) which is kind of ironic because I'm married to a doctor. However, probably the greatest reason why I have been reluctant to get a tattoo is my mother. She would kill me. And besides needles in my mother, I am just reluctant because tattoos are so permanent. I keep trying to wrap my mind around what image I want permanently inked onto my body for the world to see. What could be that one image representing who I am and what I stand for? And I can't settle on one image. I think about the things I love, like my family, my daughter. I think about those monumental experiences in my life, like walking the Camino. I think about the hobbies I have, like cycling and I start to think of all these different things and statements, and ultimately I realize that I don't need one tattoo. Now I need about 20 different tattoos. 
And if you think my mom's going to be angry with one, she's going to be a lot more angry with 20 tattoos. And let's be honest. Tattoos need to be somewhat relevant and justifiable. I guarantee you there is someone out there in the world who has the infamous 1990s band Milli Vanilli tattooed on their arms. You know there is someone out there, and they're thinking to themselves, oh dear God, why did I put that on my arm? True story, a couple years ago, I saw some dude with a blockbuster video tattoo on his forearm. Okay, first of all, why do you get blockbuster video tattooed on your arm? Even back in the 1990s, but again, what are you trying to say? And the final reason I think I've balked at getting a tattoo is I'm afraid about what it'll look like 30 years from now. <laughs> so I reference, I might get something about cycling. Well, that's great. That, that bicycle looks amazing right now. What happens in 30 years when it looks like a semi has run over the bicycle? I don't want buyer's remorse. I don't want to be that guy with the Milli Vanilli tattoo or the blockbuster video tattoo. Many of you might know the name Father Greg Boyle, an amazing Jesuit priest serving in the Los Angeles area, a good friend of mine for many, many years, a huge mentor of mine. And Father Greg first and foremost served as the pastor of the Dolores Mission Church in Aliso Pico, East LA area of Los Angeles. And when Father Greg arrived in this community, it was plagued with gangs and significant violence. And in one of his books, Father Greg talks about celebrating a funeral mass and a rival gang literally drives by and sprays the mission with bullets as he's celebrating Mass. From his experiences, Father Greg founded and now directs Homeboy Industries, which is the world's largest gang intervention and rehabilitation program. And Homeboy's Industries offer to gang members and former inmates the opportunity to acquire job skills, get training, counseling, gets them employment. It really gets them on a different path than they were on before. And nowadays you might see Homeboy Industries and their very, you know, various operations, for example, their eaters. There's one in LAX, there's one in City Hall. And they offer job training and counseling and legal support and classes, mostly all free to gang members looking to change their course in life. And Father Greg is, tells this story about a young man named Romero a gang member who um, had just gotten out of prison. And he wanted to change his life, and so he goes to Father G, that's what they call him, Father G, and he's like, Father G, I'm so angry because no one will hire me. I keep going for job interviews, and they just say, no, we're, we hired someone else. But he's trying to turn his life around since getting out of prison. And so Father G says to him, well, what are you saying? He says, look, you know, I tell him that I'm going to work hard, I'm going to show up on time, 
I'm going to be honest. I'm going to stay out of trouble. Yet no one is willing to hire me. I just want to make something in my life. I want to provide for my family. I want to be a good person. Unfortunately, every person who interviewed Romero came face to face with Romero's past. And they struggled to look past it. Because in bold black letters, tattooed across the top of his forehead, was the statement, F the world. And he did spill it out. Romero struggled to realize that the tattoos on his body sent a very different message to potential employers than the messages he was sending now. And because of Romero's story, Father Greg realized that there was a need, a ministry. And so within Homeboy Industries, they started a tattoo removal program. And now, almost every day of the week, medical staff help gang members looking to remove their unwanted tattoos. And they go through that medical process, which is a very lengthy process and a very painful process. For good or bad, tattoos outwardly communicate our sacred stories, our beliefs, our ideas to the world. In Romero's case, his identity had changed. But that indelible mark of his former life was still visible for the whole world to see and for the whole world to judge. Because with, with a tattoo comes an identity, an identifier. So that's why we have to choose wisely when we choose one. Imagine if we all had to go out right now and get a tattoo. What would you permanently put on you? I will say at the 8 o'clock service, I had one of the most senior members of the congregation pull me aside after the service, and she says, actually, I don't have one, I have four. I was like, whoa, did not see that coming. What would you indelibly mark on your body for the whole world to see that could not be erased? What message would you want to send with that tattoo? What if I told you that our bodies are already marked with many tattoos? Every single one of us, even the youngest among us. Because in baptism, we are indelibly marked as Christ's own. You not, not think about it, but Jesus is our tattoo artist. And his canvas is our hearts and our minds and our souls. Because when we open our hearts and minds and souls to God's love and to God's will, our lives begin to embody that beautiful and mysterious resurrection glory we come to proclaim today. Easter is not Jesus' story alone. It's also our resurrection story. We heard this morning that when some of the disciples arrived at the tomb and saw it empty, they were perplexed. 
they had a hard time believing that Jesus had risen. And so it didn't translate into action and transformation, at least initially. Instead, the disciples were unprepared and unwilling to see the empty tomb as God's tattoo on the world. So they went home. They went home dejected and silent. However, Mary Magdalene stayed at the tomb just a little bit longer. And in doing so, the reality of the resurrection soon would become sketched on her heart. In John's Gospel this morning, Jesus reveals himself first to Mary Magdalene and commissions her to be the first evangelist of the Gospel. The indelible mark that Jesus Christ put on Mary's heart has also been tattooed on our hearts on this Easter day. Even though our experiences with the risen Lord are different, we each have different experiences of Jesus Christ. Yet our faith and love draw us together in a rich tapestry of color and contrast and content. God's handiwork on our hearts is glorious. And even more so, when we allow ourselves to just linger a little bit longer at the empty tomb. If you think about it, our experience is not unlike Romero's experience. Whether we realize it or not, we have many old tattoos and bold print painted on our bodies that the world can and does see. And we can spend a lifetime trying to erase those blemishes, but they're never going to come off fully. They've never discovered a way to fully wipe them away. However, the real resurrection story isn't about what we see or what we don't see, or what others see or what others don't see. The real Easter story is the one tattooed on our hearts because we chose to linger a little longer at the empty tomb. And by doing so, we encounter the risen one, the King of kings, the Son of God, Jesus Christ our Lord, and our tattoo artist. On this morning, we celebrate that Jesus Christ overcame death. But he didn't do that for himself. He did it for each and every one of us. And in doing so, he's left an indelible mark on our hearts, our minds, our souls, and even on our forehead when we choose to share that with the world. Alleluia. Christ is risen.
you for listening to Soundwaves at St. Beads. If you want to learn more about St. Beads, we invite you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at St. Beads LA. If you like Soundwaves, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes. Our worship services on Sunday are at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. Wherever you are in your spiritual journey, you are welcome at St. Beads. Additional information and directions to our church campus can be found on our website, stbeadsla.org, S-T-B-E-D-E-S-L-A.org. Thank you again for listening, and may you be blessed this day and every day by God's unconditional love and eternal grace.